How's it going, my brothers and sisters? This is Steve Kitts. Thank you for joining us on During Bible Study Podcast. We'll open up in a prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace and love. And we thank you, Lord, that you're with us and that these words, Lord, that you give us is something we can put in our hearts and use for your glory. Lift you up and give you the honor. In your blessed name we beg. Amen. God's family plan. We're looking in Matthew chapter 19, and we'll look probably in verses 3 through 6. And we see that the Pharisees come to tempt Jesus with a difficult question. See, they wanted to test his wisdom on the most controversial questions of their day. And Jesus proves far superior to their expectations. And they will say, is it lawful? They sought to challenge his interpretation of the Mosaic law from Deuteronomy's 24, 1-5, where the bill of divorce was required. Stricter schools of Shamanah held the divorce as lawful only if the wife's shameful conduct, whereas in more liberal schools of the Hillen, though, they gave the widest possible allowances for divorce. But Jesus counters with, Have ye not read? Referring them to God's original purpose in the creation that they would be one flesh. That was back in Genesis 2 and 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Now this indicates that one being of the flesh is one in unity, one entity, and not just limited to a sexual union. The Bible clearly indicates that sexual union does not itself constitute marriage, which is fundamental in the covenantal agreement between two partners for life. So verse 19, Matthew 19 and 3, The Pharisees also came to him, tempting him, and saying unto him, Is it lawful for a man to put away his wife for every occasion or every cause? Divorce was really never part of God's perfect plan for the human's experience. But every generation has engaged in some degree of this practice. Because of the hardness of men's hearts, divorce was permitted under the law in causes of fornication, which would include all unorthodox sexual practices, that is, like adultery, homosexuality, bestiality, and so on. While divorce is permitted, it is not necessarily prescribed. God uses the experience of Hosea, a prophet with an unfaithful wife, and teaches a spiritual lesson to the people of that day. So this is a loaded question. These Pharisees were the troublemakers. They were continuously trying to catch Jesus napping or uh, unaware so that they might accuse him of wrongdoing. Instead of saying for any cause, they used for every cause. You can see what a difference it would make just changing one word. Had they realized who Jesus really was, they would have realized that they could not trap him or trick him. At the time this question was asked, Jesus was there with opposition and and this matter of the divorce came up. Herodias had John the Baptist's head 
removed because John said that Herod and this lady Herodias was living in adultery. We see that back in Matthew chapter 14. This is a very touchy subject. The majority of the people were like that in the day that we're in today. They want permission to divorce just just because they want to, without any good reason at all. Those devoted to God said that it was only for fornication or adultery that you could get a divorce. Let's look at the Lord's answer in this next verse. Matthew 19 and 4. And he said, he answered and said to them, Have ye not read that which made at the beginning made them male and female? And he answered and said, Jesus told them, instead of referring his own opinions to either party, Jesus called their attention to the original design of marriage and the authority of Moses and the authority of knowledge of both of them. During this time, they did not have the Bible to pull out and read like we do, but they knew the scriptures. They had to go to the temples and find out what the scriptures were or listen to teachers speak on different books of the Old Testament. Have you not read? And he's referring back to Genesis chapter 2, verses 21-22. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh there instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord had taken from man made he a woman and brought her into the man. So this, he said, for this cause, etc. So in Genesis 2 and 24 it says, Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall become one flesh. Genesis 1.27 says, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created them. He created them. That is, God in the beginning made only man and woman. Their prosperity should learn that the original intent of marriage that should be one man and one wife. Verse 5 says, Matthew 19, verse 5, And said, For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they shall twain shall be one flesh. For this cause, being created for this very purpose, that they may glorify their Maker in matrimony of connection. A man should leave both his father and his mother and matrimonial union being more intimate and binding than a parental or any kind of other connection. And they shall be closely united as they were firmly sentimented to the wife. A beautiful metaphor for which forcibly imitates that nothing but death can separate them. They're joined together as one. A well-glued board will break sooner than the whole wood board when it's glued at the joints. So they shall twain be one flesh. 
Twain means two. You can almost see that the word twin came from this word, twain. Not only the meaning that they should be considered as one body, but also two souls in one body with a complete union of interest and undissolvable partnership of life and fortune, comfort and support, desires and intoxications, joys and sorrows. Two as one. We go through the joys together and the sorrows together. We go through the fortunes together and we go through the difficulties together. The comfort and support. Everything two in one. Matthew 19.6 Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. And therefore God hath joined together, not let man, not let not man put asunder. Just as we should do when we're confronted with questions today about our church members, Jesus used the scriptures instead of their own thoughts, his own thoughts. So we have to use the scriptures too. If we have a question or a doubt or something's coming up, don't hastily answer. Say, let me think about it and let me get the Bible out and see what the Bible says about it. The Bible has every answer that we'll ever need. Jesus said, in essence, God made male and female to be one, not a male and several females, and definitely not a male and another male, or a female and another female to mate. It's not possible. They, the, they just don't add up. It don't match. God's original plan was that one man and one woman should come together and build a family. So many troubles in our society today are caused by multiple marriages and even worse when children are involved. They hardly know who their true parents are anymore. Even worse in God's sight is for two men to become mates or two women. He called it an unnatural use. This is an abomination in God's sight and we are seeing the persecutions in our society today. Remember AIDS? Yeah, that was a byproduct of that shouldn't happen. God's plan works, and man's plans fail. Be sure to notice that the male and the female become one flesh. They are not one spirit. The flesh is for the use upon this earth. One flesh but two souls. Joseph M. Wanted with the Constitutionalist Politics. Tune in for the upcoming episode for May 4. Issue, never the issue. As well as, yes, Peter Serafin, Rosemary Downer, Don Gallade, Gista the Rapper, Cy Young, Jason Perry, and upcoming Jack Hagar, Andrew Thorpe King, Trent Rock, Ed Temple, Chris Morehouse, and more. Please tune in to Constitutionalist Politics. God bless. There will be no marriage in heaven. We will have a heavenly body to house our spirit for eternity, but we will be married to Jesus in heaven. There is going to be a great marriage supper one day, a wedding where 
we as the bride of Christ will come and join him forever in that holy place, in that heavenly realm. This fleshly body that we use here will not go to heaven with us. It will be changed and made incorruptible. This flesh cannot make it to heaven and will not depart from this body. It said from dirt we came and dirt we will return. We're going to go back to the, to the dust of the earth, which we were made out of, but our soul will be transformed into a spiritual body that can withstand the greatness of Jesus. This body that we have now can never see Jesus or God. We can't see that kind of a glory and power. But one day we'll be changed so we can see Him and be with Him. And those that don't know Jesus will be changed as well into a body that can burn in a fiery hell forever. So this flesh is going away no matter if you're going to heaven or hell. It won't make it to heaven. It's going to stay here on this earth and this earth is going to be destroyed. It will be unmade. Everything that is made now, all the solar systems and the stars and the, the planets, everything that we see and touch is going to be gone. It's going to be unmade, destroyed with fire and brimstone whenever God says, go get my children. The important thing is to be sure that our choice and God's choice for our mate are the same. God put me and my wife together and many people questioned and said it's not going to last. You know, they're, they're not made for each other. Uh, they don't even know each other. And it's true. We wasn't a likely pair, but God knew that we needed to be together. God knew that I needed her and she needed me. We complement each other. And that's what God wants us to do. And he's gave us four wonderful children. And we thank God for that. And these children are going to change the next group of people that they come in contact with because of how good God is and how he can use different people for different things. If we look with our own eyes, we can only see flesh. Look within your heart, you can feel that undying love that will never go away that Jesus puts in you. The Holy Spirit that helps comfort and, and guide and to lead us. And we're so thankful that God is there for us. And we're th thankful that God made man and woman and He made that union when we're clicking together, when we're one. And there's a relationship that we have to work on constantly. You don't just get married and everything's fine. You have to keep working on the relationship. You have to keep the other person's feelings in mind. And that's our relationship with God's the same way. What if I didn't talk to my wife but on Sundays and Wednesdays? That wouldn't be a good relationship at all. And we would have problems and troubles. So why do people think that they can only talk to God on Sundays and Wednesdays when they go to church? I need Him every day. Every hour of the day, I'm always finding myself talking to Him and asking Him for things, telling Him my problems and telling Him other people's problems. I lift other people up too, not just my family. But there's needs out there of this world. So 
when we find that there's a need, we can pray to God. When there's trouble going on in my household, I talk to my wife and we talk together. We communicate and try to figure out the best route to fix the situation. A lot of times that we fight and argue, it's over something silly that the enemy's put in our path. And once we realize that, we stop and we pray together. We join together as the union that God made us to be. When we're together, we're strong. And I thank God that he put us together. Thank you, Lord, for putting me with my wife. And she's wonderful, and I'm glad I've got her. I'm glad you gave her to me. So, husband and wife, Jesus said divorce is not in God's plans, but it is something that has happened before, that God put it in to help people that were in a bad situation in the Old Testament. I don't believe in divorce myself. Uh, and to death do us part. I claim that relationship with my wife will have each other in our lives, good or bad, rich or poor, the whole works, that we're together. We're in this together. And we're going to make it through because of God's help. When we're together, God will help us. And He always helps us. And we're thankful for that. So if you have any kind of difficulties or troubles with your spouse or somebody you're dealing with, and I understand that if you're unequally yoked, that means that uh, maybe one of you are a Christian and another is in the world, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. And there is probably sometimes divorces that happen because of that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't get divorced. I'm just saying I don't believe in it. And there's reasons for it and there's reasons against it. So, you know, that's something that you have to decide on your own. And I'm not going to tell you either way, but God's plan is what I'm going to point to. He wants a male and a female to join together as one soul or one flesh and two souls and give him the honor and the glory work on their relationship together sometimes when we have difficulties uh, we're not working on the same thing so if we're working separately then we're going to have problems and troubles and that's what the enemy wants and he will cause a lot of troubles in in your family he wants to destroy the family remember he he destroyed the first family Adam and Eve he came against them and separated them he got them to going against God's will. God said, don't eat that fruit. And they said, hmm, let's eat it anyways and see what happens. And it wasn't just Eve that did wrong. It was Adam too. Adam could have said, no, wife, don't do that. God said this. And that's, you know, we get mad at both of them. And I'm more aggravated than ever that Adam, he walked and talked with God. Even before Eve was created, God knew that he needed somebody, a helpmate. So God loved Adam enough to say, I'm going to give you somebody that's going to compliment you. That's going to be your better, you know, better half. That's what I think. Anyways, and God created Eve for Adam. And it was Adam's job to remind Eve how good God was and what God represented in their life. So... You can blame Eve all you want, but Adam was just as bad to blame 
because he knew God's command not to eat of that fruit, not to take on that sin. They had it made, and they ruined it for everybody. Well, that's the way things go. And when you're not looking to God and His commands, you're going to have problems. So if you're married, pray and work together often. Me and my wife pray a lot together. She'll stop what she's doing or stop me and say, Hey, let's pray about this. And we'll take the time to pray. And that makes a world of difference. Having a praying relationship with each other, calling out to God that two or three gathered together, you can do that. Well, God bless you. And we're going to go ahead and close in a prayer. I know this was a little long, but this is what was on my heart, and I wanted to talk to you about it. So, God bless you. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you, Lord, for your wonderful grace. And we thank you, Lord, that you had a plan before this world was even created to create man and woman and all the people on this planet, Lord, and all the animals and everything, it, it all works together. It's great and wonderful. And you had a great and wonderful plan. And I'm thankful, Lord, that we can call out to you and put you first in everything we do. Bless those that listen and bless those that pass I want to this take on. a minute to talk in to you about Buzzsprout. Today amen. is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new market or a channel, may I suggest that you share your thoughts and your ideas with the world. And it's just so fun to have a talk show. Podcasting is very easy, inexpensive, and a fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Within minutes of finishing each recording, Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And a team that they have at Buzzsprout is passionate in helping you succeed. They want you to succeed. Join with over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. Let's go ahead and create something together. God bless you.
Let me tell you about a new product that you probably need to go check out. It's called Talking Jesus Doll at JesusDoll.com. If you use my promo code Steve Kids at checkout, they'll give you an extra 10% off. With all the woke culture going out affecting kids with cartoons and toys, they're trying to separate your kids and your grandkids from the family and from God. I recommend that you introduce Jesus to your kids as early as possible. That's why we're partnering with the Talking Jesus Doll. It's a plush doll that talks. When you squeeze the hand, it speaks ten phrases that Jesus said in the Bible. From the Lord's Prayer to John 3.16 and everything in between. With everything that's going on, it's important to introduce our children to the love and the lessons that Jesus had for many years. I love this product and so does everyone else. The reviews are amazing and kids are learning the Bible verses and using the doll to minister to others. If you have kids, grandkids, nieces, and nephews, this is a perfect gift for them. It could be for Easter, birthdays, and even Christmas. Teach your kids about the Lord. Go to JesusDoll.com and use the promo code SteveKids for 10% off and God bless you.